Hey guys, welcome to episode 53 of the 1023 Soul Shop Talk podcast. Um, today we're going to talk reliability and uh, the three points that that matter when determining how, uh, if you should, and, and if you do decide to modify your truck, um, how to choose the right parts. This is something you can kind of put into your pipeline of making decisions. Um, really what it comes down to, and a lot of what the show has always been, is uh, is taking uh, the not not the these are the best parts for for you because that's hard to determine. There's way too many factors that go into deciding that. Um, you know, we can we can kind of dive into that somewhat, but I, what I think is more helpful is to uh, kind of show the logic that we use when trying to determine that uh, with each individual person. And so today is going to be just purely on on like what the word reliability means, what people usually mean by it, because um, that's a very common thing. People will come in and they'll say, you know, I want to do this build or I want to do this with my truck and I just want it to be reliable. Well, we've, we've kind of broken it down to uh, three different points of what that means. And we're going to dig into each one of those and explain like where that fits into determining the right parts for your build. So the first one is, um, is, when people say they want something that's reliable, um, usually the first one's going to be you want to look at is uh, you want it to be as low a chance as possible of having a failure of some kind. So the lowest chance possible, it's going to need to be repaired because something failed. That's kind of key point number one. That's that's the first big reason what what people mean by reliable. But that's not it. Um, the second one is that you want to be as easy as possible to diagnose if there is a failure of some kind, um, like how much time is going to go into it. Um, and then the second thing is, or the, the last one is, the third point is going to be, um, you want to be a, as easy as possible to source the parts, as quick as possible to source the parts to replace whatever failed. And, uh, and the reason why all of those matter when we're talking about reliability is there's always something if you're going for more power, you're going for more performance, you're trying to um, you're trying to like increase the performance of your truck. There's something you're probably going to be giving up on one of those three pains, and it may be worth it. And this is where you know we we've had so many discussions on here uh, in the past, and you know there's there's certainly plenty of people who appreciate it and plenty of people who will criticize it and say like all you care about is stock trucks. Um, your you know anti performance or whatever. Listen, man, that's not the case. Um, what I care about is that the end result is as good as it can be, and that you completely understand going into it if there's going to be the chance, or if there's going if there's going to be the compromise or a chance of some compromise of some kind, that you understand that and you make that choice consciously. Um, and it does matter because. Everything about these trucks, and same same thing for mostly the aftermarket also, a lot of time in engineering went into designing the truck to be what it is. If we're going to deviate from that, there's got to be a very good reason for it, and there's got to be a good reason, we've got to have a good understanding of what the consequences of deviating might be. And consequences does not mean that it's bad. It's just going to be different, and is that okay? So that's what we're looking at. So the first one is, you know, the first example is, uh, you know, you want to have as low a chance as possible of having a failure of some kind. And that can cover stuff like uh, you don't want to have, uh, you, you would want to buy good parts that 
are like, don't buy cheap parts, right? You don't want to buy junk stuff to put in the truck. Um, that could also be deciding, you know, how, how high of a power level you want to go to, you know, um, just one, one big example that everybody can relate to is, well, you wouldn't want to try to make, you know, 800 horsepower in a, you know, stock 2002, 2003, 73 with PMRs, right? Like, um, that would be a major component failure at that point. The engine can't handle that. So um, that's a very just like obvious point. But that's what we're looking at is, you know, the first day to determine um, what what could go what could go wrong uh, and uh, like what are the chances? The chances are going to be much higher if you buy like cheap junk parts or used parts or something like that. Um, the second one being you want to be as easy as possible to diagnose. So figure out what's wrong with the truck if you have a failure. And the reason why that matters is if you look at, if you, look at uh, you know, uh, one, one big discussion that we have all the time is, um, and with, specifically with 7.3s, and it, it varies by truck, I just want to share the logic, uh, is when on like a Super Duty 7.3, when you get away from uh, stock injectors, meaning the AD code or AB code injectors that were in the Super Duty from the factory, when you get away from those injectors, it doesn't matter what size you go with. If it's, you know, stage one injector, so an AC code or 160-0, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you go to a, you know, stage one and a half, like a 18030, a 20580, a 20530, a 250 doesn't matter. If you go with anything that's not stock, the truck will no longer, like, idle like it used to. Um, it won't start like it used to. You can expect that it might smoke more when it's cold because there's a lot more variables. Um, there's a lot of variables that go into making sure that it doesn't, and a lot that can affect those. Um, and so, when you're looking at deciding, well, what leaps do I want to take? Keep in mind that you know, what if you're, what if you get, you know, your stage one and a half injectors in your truck, really popular, right? You put those in your truck, and uh, and now the truck it like has like a little bit of like a what feels like a miss or a tick or something idle just when it's warm. Could there be something wrong with the injectors? Maybe. I mean, this is something we're into all the time. What else was replaced when you when you replaced the injectors? Was that the first time you dug into the truck? It could be that you flipped the harnesses back and they hadn't been moved in you know twenty years, and now you know maybe one of the wires is damaged in your harnesses. You know, maybe one of the pins isn't right. Uh, maybe your your maybe it's your tuning. Maybe the tuning has a problem. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but the problem is now you can't just remove the chip from the equation and then determine does the truck run correctly without tuning because the truck requires tuning in order to run correctly. But correctly doesn't mean like the way it used to run. And so all of this matters. And and that's just an example. But so the so the first thing, uh, what are the chances, like the lowest chance of possible of having a failure of some kind be reliable. Um, and then easy as possible to diagnose be the other one. The last one is as easy as possible to source the parts. And this is where you know, you have to determine for yourself. Um, you know, if you're if you are constantly changing your build, and uh, and or you're fine with changing to something else if you need to because the parts you wanted aren't easily available or readily available, then you know you can go a little crazier with it. Um, this aspect of what does reliable mean, um, it, it doesn't matter as much if you're you're fine with changing things on a whim, but. You know, anything from, uh, you know, if you put an aftermarket intake on the truck, well, 
like a 6637 filter. It's really common, uh, you know, modification guys will do to these trucks, right? Uh, you can go buy that filter, your big honking air filter, whatever you want to call it. You can go buy a big four inch filter from Napa, pretty much at every Napa. They're like in every town ever. You know, if there's a, you know, if there's a McDonald's, you can probably buy the filter because they're probably an app there. But what if, you know, what if you look at something like, uh, like an AFE intake, right? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's one that gets outdated and it's not available anymore. What if it's, uh, uh, like a less popular intake that now you can't find the filters for? You need to try to find a different replacement because the one you wanted wasn't available. Um, what if there's only a couple shops online that sell them? So, that's stuff to think about. How quickly will you need the parts you're buying? And this is this doesn't go for intakes. This goes for intakes or injectors or turbos or up pipes or you know, harnesses, whatever it is. And but when you're looking at modifying the truck, this is stuff that matters. This is the logic that goes into deciding these things. Um, and you know, I guess another example would be uh, you know when you are looking at injectors. Uh, well, let's do this example. Let's do turbos. Okay. If you get, let's say, a KC Turbo, really popular, um, and they're also rebuildable. So if you have a turbo and it fails and it's something that's not completely catastrophic, you start having a bearing failure, you determine that that's the problem. And, um, you know, it's fairly similar to stock in that, like, functionally, it's like stock. Um, you know, KC stocks the parts. Um, nobody's going to stock them locally to you. If you look at upgrading the turbo, if you're on a 7.3, you go with a T4, you know, you go with a T4 kit instead of a, you know, a, uh, a drop-in turbo, let's say. Well, if you had a drop-in turbo and your turbo fails and you're, you know, towing your horses across the country and you're, you know, you went from the West Coast and, you know, now you're in, you know, whatever, Kentucky. I don't know. Anyway, you're traveling across the country, you're towing a trailer and, uh, and your, your turbo blows up. You don't want to be sitting, maybe you don't want to be sitting there for days at a time waiting for a replacement, um, you know, KC turbo, or you don't want to be sitting there waiting for a replacement T4 turbo, because now you have to determine what it is, where are you going to find it, how do you make sure it's the right one, how do you make sure the housings are right, um, and, you know, maybe there's a shortage of them, whatever it is. If you have a stock style turbo, maybe it's not ideal, but you can go get a stock turbo, or you can go get a stock turbo um, or, you know, a drop-in replacement turbo, probably a lot easier than you could find a T4 turbo or specifically a KC turbo faster. So these are all things that matter when you're deciding how far do you want to go. You know, and one of the things that happens in discussions, you know, all the time when we're talking with people about their builds is guys are looking for, the, you know, almost everyone says they want reliability. Um, but like you have to get down to what are you okay with sacrificing or what do you want to improve? Um, those are the, those are the things to consider. So, um, anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully this is helpful. If you want to dig more into stuff like this, you know, we certainly can. Um, I've said this in the past. Sometimes it's like, there are so many types of things to cover and I don't want to like, go way too deep into something and make it confusing and I don't want to make it too broad that it's not useful. Um, on top of that, we're just incredibly busy and uh, and sometimes it's hard to be inspired about what to talk about, especially when, you know, we spend all day talking about these things um, on the phone. It's like, I don't know, whatever your job is, uh, I'm sure whenever you get done with it, um, there's times where you just go, Ugh, I don't want to talk about 
that anymore. I've been doing that all day or all week or all month or all year or whatever it is. But, but I do care about this. I care a lot about making sure that people make the right choices. That's why we have our build plans. If you, if you are looking at building your truck, um, you can go on our website, uh, just 1023, so 1023diesel.com and uh, click on the plan your build or plan my build, whatever it says, tab. Um, you can schedule a time, you can sit down and we can kind of work through these things together for you know, 30, 40 minutes. And that, that's pretty helpful. But I don't want that to be mandatory. I want to give you guys the tools that are needed in a somewhat short form uh, like this, where um, hopefully you can be thinking about this as you're buying parts, like thinking through all the ways that what you're buying could affect the way the truck is going to be usable down the road. That's what we're looking for. But appreciate you guys listening. Um, I've got some longer shows uh, that are coming up with manufacturers. And the reason that they're taking a little bit longer to put together, uh, I, I want to put the time ahead of time into them, is I want them to be really good. So we're, we've got like really detailed notes about specifically how we're going to like uh, design the conversation around um, solving the problems that, uh, or the question, solving the problems by asking the questions that are really relevant to the person who manufactures the part. That's what we're looking to do. Um, and so a lot of time has to go into that. But I've got a couple people lined up now um, that are very willing and they're honestly just waiting on me to finish building out like the plan for the conversation um, so it can be as useful as possible. And if you're going to put, you know, 30, 40 minutes, an hour uh, into listening to it, I, I want it to be actually useful and take something away from it. Along with notes, I'm going to include the notes along with the conversation. So you have something to kind of go back and reference, um, you know, even print out or whatever. So it's like, I can keep this with me and make it really simple to answer these questions down the road. Um, and we just want it to be, you know, as public and useful as possible. But appreciate you guys listening. Uh, there will be more of this coming, possibly some fairly big news about how that, what that's going to look like. Um, and uh, yeah, if you guys need parts, 1023.com, you can give us a call, 1-833-773. 1023 and we're happy to chat about your build. We'll see you guys later.